Hello and welcome to my fanfic readings. Currently, the work I'm going to be reading is being edited at the moment, so I thought it would be fun to work and edit at the same time. So it's a little new, but uh, I'm going to try it, see how it goes for me. Uh, so yeah, grab a drink, relax, and enjoy. Stories called Money Honey will be available on AO3. The phone rang and you waited patiently on the other side, ignoring the anxious tapping of your foot. The line clicked in. Mama His lazy tone greets your ears. Shamelessly, you perk. How are you, sexy lady? Your lips pressed together, holding back a smile. Oh good, just a little stressed. You say, knowing he would catch the hint. You could almost feel him saying that in your ears, his hands around your waist, his sharp nose slitting up your neck. Snapping out of it, you moved up on the line. You know I hate to hear that. You tried to ignore the smugness that was palpable to the phone. Seeing as you were next in line, you put yourself on mute. Uh, yes, hi. Can I get a venti caramel macchiato with almond milk? Thank you. You say to the teenager behind the register. The teenager turned as you moved aside, waiting for your order. You unmuted. You know, you say flirtatiously to the man on the phone. Why don't you come over tonight? Sure, how about 10 o'clock tonight? He asked. You paid with your watch. Perfect. Good. I'll see you later, Mamacita. You hung up the phone, not bothering with any more pleasantries. Venti caramel macchiato with almond milk. A young lady says behind the counter. You take your drink and walk out the door, your heels tapping along the pavement, walking the city blocks. The wind making the ends of your brown trench coat lift to reveal black stockings and perfectly shiny black heels. You ignore the masses as they rushed around. The truth was, you were perfectly stressed and a little tired, with the new merger of Sandal and Johnson and Lewis withholdings. Had become more of a hassle than intended. You sipped your coffee, trying to numb the headache. If only people saw the proposal deal for what it was. It had taken you two months to even draft a proposal of asset divisions with the requirements in mind, only to have them change their demands at the last minute. You walked by as a familiar store piqued your interest. Armani Boutique. Pausing, you stare inside. Just a look wouldn't hurt, right? And walking inside, you pass the men's section, going towards the accessories, expecting the watches. Your mind wanders in which one would suit Toji. He had mentioned wanting some new accessories. You picked up the watch, the silver hands moving, as you remembered when you had first begun the arrangement. It was two years ago. You had wandered into one of the newest bars at work with a small group of co-workers just to chill out after the stressful deadlines. When you saw someone at the side of the tables, noticing a posh older woman talking to a handsome tall young man. 
I leaned back, drink in hand, cool and collected. All his attention on whatever she had been saying. At the time he wondered if he was her son. That was until he looked at her face, took it in his hands and kissed her. And he stared for a little too long, feeling that little bit of jealousy. The older woman passed him something that made the corners of his mouth curl. A small scar on his lips noticeable as he took it. His hands enveloped hers as he slowly removed it from her hands. You could feel the flowers blooming on their side of the room, pushing you deeper into the pits of darkness and jealousy. You sipped on your strawberry daiquiri. It tasted a bit more bitter than before. Your eyes following their movements. Eventually, they stood up, and with him holding on his hand like a complete gentleman, he tried not to grit your teeth as he led her outside. You order another drink as your co-workers talked about meaningless interactions. You were surprised when he walked back into the door, taking his original seat. He pulled out his phone, falling into his own little world. Hey, I'm just gonna go to the restroom. You announced in a group as you quickly walked away with your drink in hand, sliding onto his table. Hey, stranger. You stay as you sat across from him. His eyes slowly looked up to greet at you. His beautiful green eyes glowing under thick black lashes. Hello, beautiful. Have we met before? No, no, this is the first time we're meeting, you said with a blush. Um, my name is Toji. It's a pleasure to meet him. What brings a beautiful girl like you to my table? Even though you knew better than to flirt with a man like this, you couldn't help it. He screamed, sexy bad boy. As bad as the fluffiest cheesecake when you're supposed to be on a diet. Bad. But like that delicious cheesecake, you couldn't help yourself from drooling after him. Nothing much, just wanted to know what a handsome man like you was doing all alone. You say, pretending you hadn't seen the older woman. He placed his phone on the table as he rested his elbows leaning closer. The moment made you hesitate. Not many young people put down their phones. Not even old people. But he didn't hesitate to give you his full attention, like he did this plenty of times before. Just looking for a beautiful and well-off woman to be my sugar mama. Why? You want him? Beautiful? Whoa. He didn't hold back, and if you had pearls around your neck, you would have clutched them. In a way, you were thankful for the background music and its low tone. Or, you were sure you might have gotten some questioning looks from the other patrons. But he was right. What the hell am I doing flirting with someone who's clearly in their early 30s? Judging by the perfectly ample chest that strained his black t-shirt and the ink black hair not yet marked with craze and those beautifully rounded biceps. For God's sakes, I'm in my 40s. What am I doing lusting after a perfect stranger? What happens to the with age comes wisdom bullshit that everyone spits out? Um, <laughs> I don't know. 
says with a sarcastic smile. How cute. It's okay if you want me. A lot of women do. It didn't reach his eyes. But I never doubt that. How do you even know I have money to offer you? You say he's trying to steal the conversation. <laughs> and that's pretty easy. It's but look. The designer dress and the gold machine locked her neck. And still the two women on the other table who keep looking at you. Like they want to fly over here and just take your place. You seem very put together. So perfect on the outside. To the untrained eye. It's clear to me that you put so much time into your career and so much focus that people don't ought to mean much to you. And there's where I have a solution for you. You tensed because you didn't want your mouth to drop open. He had been right about everything to a scary extent. The only thing I'm not sure about is if you're married or not. There's no ring on your finger, but I can't tell. Not that they have a problem with that. I just need to know if I have to be ready to fight at any moment. No, he said quietly. I'm alone, no one else. I just don't know about using someone like this. Hey, hey, hey. I never said it was a bad thing. I want to be used. Go ahead, use me. Get exactly what you want. You want, I can be an eye candy. You can parade me around all over. Or fuck buddy, a lover or anything. I can be whatever you want. You thought about it. It would be nice. You've been so tired of all the shitty dates with divorced men or men who came with attachments like children or ex-wives or someone who just thought of you as money, but they still expected to hold quote-unquote traditional values, aka treating them like kings while you did everything. It's not as if you hadn't noticed some of your bosses and even co-workers with much younger women, some young enough to be their daughters. Why shouldn't, why should they have all the fun? Why couldn't you? Okay, let's say I wanted a lover. Someone for sex and massages and occasionally the sweet talk. For the first time, you felt comfortable dropping the pretext, the fake smile, and being the bossy bitch you love to be. That's very doable. He said, resting his chin across his hands. Okay, now what do I offer? Um, so, what are your going rates? Um, as a business, not like that. It's a good question. And around, on average, it depends, but normally around 400 a week. And it doesn't include gifts. Man's gotta live. You were honestly surprised, assuming that it would be more. But of course, not too many women were willing to pay for a man's attention, unlike men who desperately pay for young women. But what would a good salary be? 
you know what? I'll do you one better. 600 a week, but when I call, you answer immediately. And once I'm done with you, you're automatically out of my house unless otherwise directed. He raised a brow. No complaints from me, Mamacita. Then we call this a deal. He took down his number and after a few pleasantries, he took a cab home, mindlessly falling asleep. He had woken up around 3am, way too early for your own liking, and he struggled to fall back asleep again, but wondered what was left to do at 3 o'clock in the morning. When a devilish little thought came your way, the young man, maybe he'd be up. He scrolled through your contact list trying to remember his name. When it appeared once more, told you, you clicked on the icon message and clicked on his name. Hey, you up? You wrote, feeling kind of like an asshole. It had been far too long since you got in a booty call, nevertheless made your own. Your expectations not set too high because he might be asleep like a normal person would be. Hey, Mama good. You were impressed for a second as you read the message. Was he already awake or had you woken him up? Either way, he'd gotten his attention. Wanna come over? You wrote. Is this how things work? Text me the address. You breathed a sigh of relief, but you wanted him here now. You didn't want to wait till he either got on a bus or drove. Uh, don't worry, I'll send you an Uber. He replied with a winky face and he ordered an Uber to his address. You walked around your two-bedroom loft apartment. It had been such a long time since you had somebody come over. Not since your best friend Jay went on to Cali to become a playwriter or Marina who had her three kids now in elementary school. The second bedroom became more of a storage room than anything. You attempted to clean up your living space, make it a bit more presentable. Adjusting the mid-century furnishings and laying colorful throws on top to give it some texture. It's not like you would actually care, but it felt nice to have your home in order. Your phone vibrating, signaling he was on his way. So quickly you changed from your two-piece cotton pajama set for something a bit more fun and flirty, determined to making this a fun experience. Slipping onto a black mesh embroidered bralette and matching Brazilian underwear with sheer black widow's robe. Admiring yourself in a floor-length mirror when your phone vibrates once more. You listen intently to the door for the elevator to open. And then the ding came through. Holding back a smile, you waited. Your phone vibrates in your hand. Hey, Mama Sita, I'm here. You waited a minute before opening the door. Standing in the doorway, feeling a sense of hesitation, your heart beat so loud, you thought your chest might explode. Are you going to invite me in? Toji asked and he took a second looking him up and down, the loose pants that hung low on his hips, the tight bound shirt that didn't leave anything to the imagination. What's the matter, Mamacita? <laughs> Take your breath away. Shut up and get in here. As soon as he stepped into the apartment, it felt a lot smaller. Not sure if it was the company or just his imposing size. 
You turned away, leading him into the living room. I don't know if you prefer romance or just some back and breaking sex. Well, if we can have a little arrangement. He said from behind you. Feel free to drop the pretenses and take off your robe. Oh, you managed. Trying to even your breathing. I drafted a bit of a contract. I can text it to you if you'd like to see it. Sure, send it my way. I'll check it out after we walk. Um, unless you want something romantic first. You open the door to your bedroom, exposing your most intimate room. The unmade floral comforter lying on the bed. His hands grab around your hips, his lips tickling your ear. Because I'm telling you, I want it and I want it bad. You weren't sure if this is part of his tactics, but you weren't going to complain. He made you feel seen, wanted, desirable. The thing that you had been lacking in your personal life. You shrugged off the widow's robe and let it fall to the floor. You're beautiful. He whispered, his black hair falling onto yours. And I'm more than happy to satisfy a beautiful woman like yourself. The corners of your mouth lifted, but you still squirmed out of his arms. He picked your rope off the floor and tossed it over the side of the bedroom door. I didn't want to step on your rope. You shrug your shoulders as you sat on the bed, your left leg on top of your right, your breast in the air and your shoulders back. He walked towards you, towering and slow like a predator, not wanting to scare off his prey. But you were not scared and you welcomed the danger. Toji surveys every inch of you. Perhaps he was waiting. Touch me, you say, and as light as a feather, his hands caress your cheek. Tell me, what is it that you want? He demanded. Fuck me. Fuck me like you hate me. Toji smiled mockingly, his hands cupping your face, pulling you up, and you found yourself rising to meet him. You chose my specialty. And for that, I'm beginning to snack what you His hands pressed close, brushing lower against your half-naked skin, from your neck down to your chest. In a quick movement, your back was against the wall. His thigh pressed against your sex. He cupped both your breasts, his thumbs circling their nipples. His hands were so warm and soft, and immediately, you ached with need, back involuntarily arched goosebumps erupting. He set a hand from beside you, squeezing your ass. You like it rough, right, Mamacita? You nodded. Good, and here I thought I had to be gentle with you. He whispered in your ear. He pinched and rolled in a nipple between his fingers, earning a delighted hum from you. On your knees, now. He ordered, with an arrogant cock of his head, both his hands darted to the hem of his shirt. He slid off the black fabric upwards, revealing toned and rippled abs. 
He slid off his loose pants, followed by his boxers. Standing there completely naked, his muscles were so well defined. A light dusting of black, fine black hair trailed from his belly down, your body lowered to the floor, your eyes widened. No wonder this man uses loose pants. I don't think he could fit that in a pair of jeans. You can feel a wetness forming between your legs. Greedily, you reached out to begin to stroke it, but quickly, he grabbed your wrist, stopping you. You don't get to do anything unless I tell you, understood? You didn't respond. What? Are you being brat? Your lips pouted and your eyes narrowed. He says as his head cocked, passed back and forth between your lips. I'll fix that. His head of his cock pushed past your lips. You didn't want to hurt him, so you opened your mouth wide, but he pulled out. Open your mouth, sticking out your tongue as well. He grabbed his cock and with the other hand, he began slapping it against your flattened tongue. There was a clear, wet, petting noise, your mouth watering in anticipation for him. He pushed his length into your mouth, you moan, sending vibrations around him. You felt yourself grow wet and your pussy began to pulse and ache. With one hand, now at the back of your head, your wet hot mouth took in as much of him as you could. He threw his head back, a groan escaping from him while he pushed down onto your throat. He could feel you gag and all he said was, Just relax and take it. Before pushing further down. His hand grabs and pulls on your hair, moving your head up and down his cock repeatedly. He could feel his balls sag tighten, but not yet wanting to come, his pulled out of your mouth. You breathe hard, chest rising and falling when he grabs you by your throat, lifting you up. You fall onto his thigh, your heat spreading around him as your arms wrap around his neck. His arms were on both sides of the wall as he held you steady. Shivers traveled up your spine. I want you. You said, giving up the little bit of pride that you had, rubbing your clit against his muscular thigh. His cock pressed firmly against your belly. He sucked in a breath. His hands caressed your breast and your back unclenched your bralette, letting it fall to the floor. Then his head dipped his mouth onto one of your nipples and sucked. Someone saw you like this, begging like a burning heat, wanting nothing but this cock forming into you. This is what you hide from the world, the fact that you're a slut. But you're special. You're mine, slut. He planted several soft kisses, running up the side of your neck. 
end onto your ear. His hands held your waist as he placed you on the bed. Spread those legs and let me see that drooping cut. He bent up something from his pants. Wait, wait, it, it's just been a while. I'm, I'm just nervous. You see, as he placed the condom. It's normal to be nervous. But you hired me, Manzita, so just relax. He crawled onto the bed and hovered over you. His fingers played with your swollen clit. I'll handle everything. Look at you, already tripping locked from me. Not the proper lady, but you just want to get fucked like a slut, don't you? Opening yourself to him, you nodded, letting your body feel the movements of his hands as he brought you to your peak. He buried his fingers inside of you, coaxing and caressing. He pressed the heel of his hand down onto your pit, rubbing. Your hips lifted off the mattress as a whispering sound erupted from your lips. His throbbing fingers in the heat of his body. His expert touch and his force of words, eyes that knew you more than you knew yourself, her hips jerked. Yes, told you, fuck me, you moaned. He slammed himself into you. He didn't give you a second to adjust, pulling all the way out before ramming it again, filling you to the brim, a tear, pulling down your face, sliding to your ear. More. You aren't moving, you cry. His hands shimmied under your ass and he lifted you off the mattress. He pulled into you stronger, faster. Is this what you want? Yes, you cry. Tell me what you want. <sighs> your body ripped mm. with a full body spasm. He plunged in deeper, ripping your senses, your responsibilities, holding you up in an iron grip. Your cries became higher and closer together, but you still managed to say, more. He separated from you and quickly spinned you around. Grabbing your ass, he plunged into you again. This overwhelmed you as you heard incomprehensible. Your ass hurting with the force of his breast, a deep and heavy heat riveting to your body as everything vibrated, your body shaking with the force of your release. He continued to cry oh. until finally his hips stilled, his cock twitch, spasms vibrated through your bodies. When they finally subsided, he rolled off of you. Where's the bathroom? He asked and he pointed him to the corner of the room. He nodded, removing his condom. You watched his ass bounce as he walked away. He knew he was perfection. And he didn't shy from it. You shook your head, and a woman could get used to this. You sat up, your legs still shaking. Taking your phone, you texted him and sent him the 600. You wondered if he would stay till tomorrow morning. You would expose to him that you'd 
just be one night. And he came out of the bathroom. Mind you if I use your shower. Mind if I join you? I thought you wanted me to leave ASAP. Well, I changed my mind. It's whatever you want, Mama Fita. The watch looked big enough for his wrist. And without hesitation, he bought the new watch, taking it home with you, convinced that he would love it, since he always wore your gifts. As far as any of your co-workers knew, he was your boyfriend. But he was your little money honey. And there was nothing better than to get what you want whenever you wanted it. And so, that was our end. I hope that you guys had fun. It was a fun little reading and kind of cool to just edit as I go. Um, there was a part where I was a little hesitant, but I think it all turned out for the best. So for now, thank you for joining me. Happy Daylight Savings and bye.